Welcome back, everybody, to the Cave of Solitude, your pop culture and comic book podcast coming to you from the megacity metropolis of Toronto. I am your host, Eric Anthony, and I'm very, 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 very happy to have with us back on the show uh, the best guest of this podcast, the reason why people began listening in the first place, the reason why I had episodes to make because this was a wonderful guest, great perspective, and one of my favorite people in the entire universe. The one and only, my friend, my lady, Daph J. <laughs> How do you like that what intro? What an introduction. Do you feel special? My, my, my. Welcome back. Thanks. You're my regular co-host that hasn't been my regular co-host <laughs> for I'm forever. I just show up. Yeah, you make special appearances every <laughs> night, but it... it Makes me wonder, like, why aren't we doing this more often? We should have had like a, a hundred episodes just between me and you during the pandemic. Because I, what I have to say doesn't really matter. Not, it, neither, the, none of what we have to say matters. That's true. It, it's all just <laughs> for fun. What matters is you make people have fun with the way you interpret the work and and the movies and the and the nostalgia, all of your little humorous bits that you you on this show. For those who are listening, if there is anybody out there, <laughs> we have episodes where you did a whole show of me asking you to almost do pranks. Like you had a sock stuffed in your mouth to see if that oh, stunt wow. in the movie actually works <laughs> when they like stuff your mouth with something and people can't talk. And you're like, why don't they just push it out with their tongue? <laughs> you actually tried it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, you were very entertaining on this show. That's funny. Yeah, but that's also... My bias? Yeah. You're bi- but you're funny though. It is good. There was good material. There was good uh, good moments with Daph J. Good banter. Absolutely. <laughs> I've listened. I can take a joke. You can take you're, you're pretty good. Yeah. Um so previously, when you were my regularly scheduled co-host, we would usually do movie reviews of stuff that was coming out in the theaters or things that we had rewatched. Uh, sometimes we would do book reports, gives top five lists. It was an assortment, but we always did movie reviews together. And 2020, there were very few movies that you could go out to watch as an event, unless you wanted to make the, the home theater event happen, which was very limited. Mm-hmm. And you've sworn off DC movies mm-hmm. in the comic book realm of movie reviews that we would do. So that became very much... 15 20 minute movie review that i would give maybe so i had like half of those episodes that we would do you're like mm, not watching it you go by yourself i've, I've sworn it off they've they, i'm upset they've offended me i've signed petitions nope they don't exist you canceled. <laughs> you canceled dc movies from your heart which was always fun to watch with you because you were invested in in the dc characters but what brings you back today is that you tolerated sitting with me for four hours to watch the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Hmm. A movie that you watched the theatrical version that's you know now considered the Joss Whedon Justice League in the theater. And you weren't happy with what they gave you. And nope. you've er- you erased it from existence in your mind. Yep. To the point that when you were watching this movie, 
It was a very interesting watch. And that's why I said we got a podcast about this. So spoilers will ensue. Everyone that's listening, me and Daph J are going to talk about the movie in very broad ways. And it won't be in order. It won't be any particular. We're not going to. What did you think of the script? What it did won't you th- make sense. It's gonna, <laughs> but it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm pretty sure. So stick with us. Now, um, did you hear about this cut of Zack Snyder Justice League like on TV or anything like that? Did you have any sort of gauge of something coming? So this is my morning routine, for those that don't know. <laughs> a, little, a little biography. I don't know. So honestly, this is my routine. In the morning, I just need to know what the weather's going to be like. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And my transit commute. Right. I have to know what's going on first thing in the morning so I can plan my my way out. Um, and ever so often, they will throw in these little entertainment, you know, news bits where, oh, um, this is happening with the new mm. Snyder cut of such and such. Mm. Oh, they're reshooting such and such. Or Jared Leto is making a feature in such and such. Yeah. I would just hear little things and... It would trigger something because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why the why are we still talking about this shit? Like, stop it! <laughs> like, no. And then and but but it it, I've become so detached mm-hmm. that I would easily forget how annoyed I yeah. would get by it. Right, right, right. So I wasn't really following. Yeah. What was happening with this story and the people of. Uh, surrounding it right in my reality but i was just kind of like meh right it would irk me but then i was i would easily dismiss it right right where to the point where when they just announced that it was going to be streaming and Mm. this version is four hours long and it has a, a a better um um, audience reaction than the original. Yeah. And all the controversy behind it. Yeah. I was like unimpressed again. Like I was just like I'm un- like why are we still talking about this? Right. Right. Um. But it was it was a hot topic, so I, I knew something serious was happening. Yeah. But I didn't want to give it attention because I was just being petty. Yeah. 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 I was being petty. About this whole thing. What was? What did you ask me? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, I asked just you. Went on a tangent. No, that's what I asked you. Yeah. Where I said, "What was your uh, knowledge of this thing happening? This movie, like, because you're you're a person who enjoys trailers. You love trailers. You'll you'll spend an afternoon seeing everything. But yeah, like I'm the way you are excited to find that omnibus yeah. on sale on yeah. Amazon but you don't know if you should get it from So I watch a video. Yeah. Yeah, like so I want to know. Start doing your homework yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teaser. You want to you want to get a little bit of a I love that about trailers. I get excited of what's to come. Right. I love movies. I love the escape. Yes. And I was really hoping to experience that with my beloved you know top guys in this yeah. universe. Yeah. And it just felt like such a letdown. Yeah. The first time around. It was just, I swore it off forever. Right. I hated everything. <laughs> I hated everything. It, it was funny because because you, uh, for those who, who are listening, and uh, uh, this is your first episode with Daph J, um, 
you're not, I wouldn't consider you necessarily a fangirl or fan person. I'm not sure what you want to go by. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying, is fangirl okay? You're not like a, a fangirl. You won't be going Mm-mm. to comic conventions on your own. You no. won't be going to comic shops on your own. No. But, but you love, like Batman and the Justice League are some of your favorite things. Yeah. Like the animated series... You adore, yep. you adore it. You adore it. The 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 comic books that you've read, you would. I think if you didn't, if you were, if you weren't married to me, there would be a few comic books you would own. I feel like you would oh, own yeah. a couple. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. sure. <laughs> right. So you're enough of a fan that you care about this, mm-hmm. this team, and these characters. Like, I'm invested. You're, you had an investment I'm, in I'm this invested franchise. to a certain degree. Right, 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 right. So it's not like you're just a random movie going to the husband like, this was stupid. I can't believe you watched this crap. Like, you cared. Yeah. You wanted this to be good. Yeah. So with that, in, with that in mind, yeah, I wanted to get your take because you are, are so anticipatory for movies in general. Mm-hmm. And if there's something Batman, you take it very seriously. Like, you, you mark the day on the... Ca- like, I hope I don't die <laughs> uh, until after... You've actually said that. Like, I hope when this movie comes out, I have to be alive at least to watch this Batman movie. You've said that before. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so this, this, for you to swear it off was so powerful. To the point, to the point that we, you, you even lost interest in the television shows, which you were enjoying. Like, you just, all of DC, you're just like, I don't want to watch The Flash. I don't want to watch Arrow. This is yeah. all crap. Yeah. Yes. It's, I have nothing more to add to that. Okay. <laughs> so, it was it was tough because there were certain rituals we had mm-hmm. where we're like, this is a fun show. Like I'm, ha- And you were, it, it's just like, yeah, you got to do that on your own now. I'm like, yeah, we don't watch TV <laughs> like that. We just, even when we were, true. there was one, you were so into Arrow, uh, the early seasons, that when we were coming back from a holiday, our... Uh, plane had streaming had, had episodes and it had the remaining episodes that we needed to watch to catch up <laughs> to the current season uh-huh. and we queued both of our tablets devices, devices yeah. to watch it at the same time that's how much we watch things together <laughs> seriously i remember that yeah yeah where are we coming from um i don't know I don't was know, it but a short trip like mm, a to new york kind of thing i don't know or? if it was like vegas or no, no, I don't know. I think it was from from like a Caribbean trip. I'm yeah, guessing. You think? Maybe. I remember that though. But yeah, I it remember. It was like about four episodes. And, and we had enough time. That was the thing. To watch them. It wasn't a it wasn't a New York flight. We had enough time to watch like three That's to true. four episodes. That's true. So, yeah. Anyways, that proving the point that we enjoy watching these things t- together. Yeah. So. 12 minutes in almost, <laughs> we're getting to the fact that you finally come back and given something you had seen already a chance. But what was funny going into this was that you didn't know that this wasn't a sequel. You I, thought this was a sequel. I was so detached yeah, yeah. from this project, from yeah, yeah. this thing. Mm. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> Explain how what you were when, when it started, what you thought. Because you were t- talking through this thing <laughs> like my mother does watching TV. It's the, was the worst. Uh, and everything I 
was doing was driving me crazy. Yeah. That's how much I know what you, like what you're saying. The disdain of what I was that's what I was saying to me. Like, shut up or stop talking. Just stop talking. But I couldn't help but just state the obviousness of this movie and how ridiculous it is. And how it makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Like I just I don't Everything you saw. It I was took issue. Listen, to okay, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I swore I swore off this movie. In yeah. fact, I had a patient that came into our clinic and for some reason the conversation of he asked me. He's like, "Oh, you're probably not into comics." I'm like, "No, no. <laughs> Tell me your thoughts." Um and he's like, "So, are you going to see a uh, uh Snyder's cut of such and such?" And I'm like, Ugh. I'm like I, I don't want to get into this right now <laughs> because I'm in my work area. Like, I'm at work and I need to keep paying my bills. We, I can't go in hard about this right now. <laughs> you know what's funny? Sorry to interrupt you, but when people bring up the DC movies it's the with you, it's the equivalent of people bringing up politics. It's a trigger for me. <laughs> it is. I didn't know this until, until that very moment where I'm like, you can't tell them what you really think the way you want to say it right now because your boss is just around the corner and this person is a potential client that you need to be practical with yeah don't make it political don't don't make it about you i've never been in that it was a very fishy situation that's so funny anyway so i was like but but i i was like you know this is my feeling towards it i'm if i were to watch it yeah I would be going into it with a bad attitude. Which you totally did. <laughs> Which you told... I've never had a worse attitude <laughs> from you. I wasn't being fair to it at all. None. And I knew, I think that's why I had made up in my mind that I didn't care to watch yeah. it. I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. I was... The only reason we gave it a chance is because you wanted... You were getting... Coming across information from people actually giving it positive feedback. Yeah. And so then you're like, okay, now I want to know what this is all about. That's, were, were you initially excited about it? Or? No, no. I, um, shout out to my cousin, Adam, who sent me a text, if he's listening. Um, he said, are you, he was sending a joke, but knowing me, he, it, it was fitting where he says, are you going to take tomorrow off of work to watch the movie? Or, or are you going to take tomorrow off of work? And I was like, what are you talking about? Well, what, what's special about tomorrow? He's like, Justice League is coming out. It's going to be four hours. Like, that's, a day, that's, that's something to take. And you know what? Maybe in a different time, I might have. You know? I might have said, Daph, let's take this day off. Let's go and watch the first showing of this four-hour film that's supposed to be epic. I might have done that. So it was... And I, and I said in response, I don't even think I'm going to watch it. Like, I have no interest. This was on Thursday. All I know is when I heard about four hours of, of, <laughs> of film or whatever, whatever synthetic yeah, lining yeah. they're using to make this film, I don't know. Silver lining? I'm just like, no, because the, the, the film feels plasticky to me. I just can't get past this film of whatever. The, 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 that's a whole other point. <laughs> Um, but no, I honestly, I think some pe- I think it's interesting how some people found four hours to be exciting because they yeah, saw it yeah. as, okay, they're gonna tell a story right. Whereas when I heard four hours, I'm like, you needed you needed four hours to explain this mess. Is that because that's not a good sign? Like my perspective. Yeah. I so I like I said, going in with a bad attitude, 
the even the length of the movie itself I took issue with because right. I figured if you have a good story to tell you don't have to make three lefts to make a right to to make gotcha. a point gotcha. you know what and I mean? and th- that's a great explanation of this movie in the in the sense of I understood now this is jumping ahead I uh, once I watched this movie I understood his whole story from the beginning of what he started with Man of Steel to now it all and but I said you were really taking a lot of stupid chances and storytelling choices for this story hopefully to be told mm-hmm. that's how I felt right but post it, watching it post watching this watching this movie now I said oh, I still don't like that story but I understand why you did it like now that makes sense I appreciate that if it was all culminating to this mm-hmm. I see why you did that because a lot of the problems that I had with other storytelling choices made me uh, quit along the way, just like you. Right? And, and then the, the, the Justice League movie that was released in 2017, it's quite a while ago now that you, like, this is four years later we're getting this movie. We're, we're re- retconning a four-year-old movie. It's it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in movies before as a comic book fan, but just as a moviegoer where they've essentially did what comic books do, where they almost reboot something where that was this happened, but we're telling you that's not what happened. <laughs> comic book storytelling logic, mm-hmm. changing the thing, now everything's fixed in the timeline, like a flashpoint, if, if you were. So here's a movie that's existed that has affected... Justice League from Joss Whedon has affected like the future of what DC Comics would do, whether they would tell uh, a continual like everyone's in the same universe or we're going to do this. It almost felt like they quit at that point. Like this didn't go the way we wanted. So now we're going to make the Joker movie that's just a standalone Joker movie. We're going back to that format of movie making. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But now this changes the game completely. This is almost like uh, trying to repave another road to come back onto the road that they initially wanted. It's such an interesting endeavor. Right. And it's so like to say we're going to do four hours of slow motion. (laughs) That's why it took four hours. That's, yeah, that's that's a joke. Four hours. Right, right. Because everything was, it was in slow motion. But what's funny is that... And the music didn't match what was happening. Such weird things. Yeah, no. I thought the music was like, what the hell soundtrack <laughs> are they going for? I, 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 I couldn't find the correlation between the scenes and the music choices. No, no. So that was a no for me. I'm okay. trying to be very nice about this right now. <laughs> so I've never watched a movie... In my life, that I still disliked, but suddenly was loving, all at the same time. And then hating it, and then going, oh my god, that's so cool. I had, I've never done that before in a movie, the way I did with this. 
where I felt the epicness of the story. Like there was, it was epic the way it should have been. Now, it, it probably only works watching it at home because of our generation of stream. Like Lupin is a four-hour movie, five-hour movie. Right. And we have no problem sitting through that whole thing at home because there's that break of next episode starts in five seconds. And we don't feel so bad, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas this was the exact same thing. It was told episodically. Just no breaks in between. It was just four hours straight, mm-hmm. right? And it works very I think it works very well at home because you went through the first two hours of this movie. You didn't see any superhero action yet, really. They were just getting the team together. And it's like, what are we doing? But everything that you saw was essential. Except for the slow motion. The slow motion was redundant and stupid. It was not for me. It, it could have been completely edited out. We didn't need those shots. We didn't need that many. Not that many. Not for That's every one, character. One, yeah, just Every point, character had to have that slow motion to show you how fast they are. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Yeah. That's what, it was just too much. But the... And it was funny is that I know this movie. I know this story. And then all of a sudden I was watching the same movie from a completely different camera angle. It's true. There was a couple. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I can put my finger on it. But anyway, a couple of things happened where all of a sudden I found myself respecting the movie a little bit. Yeah. 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 And I was kind of like, No, I don't want to give it this kind of credit. Like, yeah, well, yeah. This ruined it. This just ruined everything. There's no way all of a sudden is this starting to make sense right now. Yeah. But I was like, Okay, kudos. All right. Yeah. Oh, you want to do that? Oh, you just... Okay. Yeah. I was finding that little... Yes. That kind of... Back and forth with, with myself, too. Yeah. And and now I, I don't know how I feel about this movie. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Because it is one of those movies where, uh, again, there was stuff that I saw. I was just rolling my eyes. I still really dislike Ezra Miller as The Flash. It's not The Flash. I've never seen him act that way. I've never heard him that way in my head. Mm-hmm. It's, but for some, for somehow, his original take on the character adds a lot to the movie that you need, in a weird way. And I don't know how okay. to, I don't know how to explain that because I can't stand him, but I'm happy that what he's bringing to the table is there, because the rest of them are so serious. That you need that one character who you who's to offset that a little bit, yeah. That thing that you don't like about DC right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but then when they go too far with it, it's really annoying, ridiculous to overcorrect it, yeah. right? Then you get the Joker <clears throat> and Tommy Lee Jones playing Harvey. Yeah, situation. Right. It right. can go real, real left, or it can go real, real right. Right. Exactly. And neither are good. Neither. Neither are good. So, maybe that's why it's hard for them because they they have to really have like get that fine line like they have to really be balanced about how they present their work because it can either be a joke or something very dark and 
but I think unsavory. Yeah, but I think when you apply the dark and unsavory to characters that aren't dark and unsavory, then you it, you lose people because you know the Flash isn't supposed to be uh, Batman. So when you make the Flash's world like Batman's world, like ah, the Flash run like it's bright. Mm-hmm. It's it's there's jokes. His villains are 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 silly but serious. That's part of the characters. What makes it work is that it's somewhat of a silly looking silly and a silly looking family of people wearing helmets and lightning bolts across their chest. But it's very much the heart of the DC universe because these are people characters who do get married and have families and it's the Flash family, you know. Mm-hmm. So. To make it dark like Batman wouldn't be right. So it's kind of the same thing. You can't put everything through a Batman lens. And then you can't make put Batman through a Flash lens. And I think that's where people get lost and what irritates them. Just stick to the essence. There's tone. Mm-hmm. You know, these characters mm-hmm. have tones. Yeah. Um, and Zack Snyder's tone from Man of Steel was very dark yep. and earnest and, and a little bleak. Mm-hmm. And the hopefulness... The hopefulness that he presents is almost like a religious hopefulness, which doesn't always appeal to everybody's taste because he, he, that, that savior aspect of Superman and the imagery of, of what he represents as this idol and God. And it takes a lot there. You can do Superman like that. Mm -hmm. But when you mentioned Clark later, we don't know, we we didn't get to see Clark Mm -hmm. really. We just got to see super God. Right sort of thing hmm. and and that i think when you apply it that way to a character where there should be a little bit more brightness in his world and then you continue with the dark and you continue with the dark well that's his that's his shtick even in comparison to batman right yeah batman is dark and you know rainy gotham and yeah so there's gothic wants to be alone yeah and clark is supposed to be the hopeful um, optimist. The like, city of tomorrow. Yeah. Right? That's Metropolis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then when I, when you get to this well, movie... When I saw sad Superman, like, he just this dull, muted Superman. Yeah. And the world that they put him in, I was like, what is happening here? Like, why do I feel heavy? Yeah. Watching a superhero that I'm supposed to find hope in. Yes. You know what I mean? It just, it was a very contradictory... Experience. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I was like, wasn't it? impressed with this world that they put together yeah it just got it didn't it didn't have range Mm -mm. as you kind of know it to have or expect it to that when the next movie felt even more bleak and dark and and uh i don't even sure what what the terminology would be it wasn't really until you get to wonder woman was a little bit of bright but even that was kind of bleak maybe shazam you know what but I mean? But then that was more like to me, it was coming off kind of more kitty. immature. Yeah, kitty yeah, and, yeah. And that silly, a little more childish. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, getting So getting back to this movie, with the whole story told, once the other pieces have been presented, whether it was BVS and the death of Superman storyline, mm-hmm. which was drove me crazy, mm-hmm. uh, or getting to... Wonder Woman and, and seeing who she is as as a, a person who's been a, a lifelong warrior and understands combat and understands the the scope of 
a certain era fighting war. You know, the way it all comes together here, mm. you, you know why each character is there for this story and why what Superman's death triggers for this movie. Like all of the, the motivations here are finally sort of explained and understood. Okay. Whereas what, what, whatever was done before was all stupidity. Right. It felt like because they it never felt, addressed it. It felt random. It felt purposeful, but poor choices. That it, it, it made me feel as though, well, you've really, you've really tried to go for the fences here to the point where you've overswung and just thrown the bat out of your hands. So are you satisfied with what they did this time around? With this, this version? I felt like I saw a completely different same movie. It was so, but it was better. And I didn't love everything about it. Like I hated the slow motion. I, I disliked the soundtrack choices. Um, I didn't care for Ezra Miller as the Flash. But there were Flash moments that I said, that's really cool. I don't know why I finally feel that's really cool. Or there was a moment where the whole Superman story was presented differently. Mm-hmm. So differently. And even him just, uh, you know, he shows up in the, in the original Justice League movie. And it's a cool moment because they have that little, the, like the, the riff of the original Superman song where he shows up and Batman kind of smiles like he would in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. It, was, it made me feel like that moment, like that's a moment. And, and it was dun, 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 like a real quick okay. little thing. Of that. And I was like, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but in this one, it's completely different. And because it's Superman coming back from the dead, just like he did in the comics, he's walking through his ship or the Kryptonian ship, which is, I guess, uh, his fortress of solitude mm-hmm. in this, in this universe. And you see all of the different por- um, closets, <laughs> Kryptonian <laughs> closets open up and some type of battle suit is available to you. And then he sees, you know, the classic red and blue that we've seen already. And I said, oh, it'd be so cool if they put him in black. And you did say that. Right? You did say that. Because I wasn't sure in this movie how much of that you would see. I wasn't sure if it was a flashback scene or what. Because you've already seen him in a black suit mm-hmm. in, in, up to that point. And then when, when it happens, you're like, that's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> I didn't expect. That's a different thing from the last movie that's significantly different. Correct me if I'm wrong, since we've established that I know a little bit about comics, but not everything. Mm-hmm. When he dons the black suit after his death, does the black suit have a cape or not? No cape. But he had a cape in this yeah. movie. It yeah. was a little weird to me. I yeah. They put a cape on that. Yeah. What'd you think? Cape? No cape? Uh, both are really cool. I always like Superman with a cape, always. Mm-hmm. But the black suit with no cape is kick ass. <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty... a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. I like the black suit. Um, so yeah, that was cool that you got to see a certain fan service done that was that comes from well, the you comics. You were also getting excited with all the villains that were showing up. Yes, yes, you're right. Uh, no, you know why? Because I'm thinking of the Joker. Were you going to pause for a second? No, I wasn't. When you said all the villains showing up, I was trying to think which were all the villains showing up. And then I, I remember Joker made that appearance at the end. Spoilers! <laughs> There's a Jared Leto appearance of Joker. Um, but yes, the whole, the, 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 for me, 
the stupidity of the Justice League movie always came down more than anything else to the villain choice of Steppenwolf. Because if you're going to tell a, you know, try to create a classic story for that people will always be able to look back on, you do Batman and Joker. You know, Superman, Lex Luthor. Um, you, you go to the greatest hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for them to go to Steppenwolf... Why not, though? There's no invest... Who is this? Who is Steppenwolf? Who was Ronan in... in um... But there's precedent for that. There, he He's part of that story. Yeah, but when they first announced Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody... At least I didn't. Again, I think I'm more of the general population where you might know a little bit of this, but not everything, right? I have, I'm a very eclectic person. <laughs> I give a lot of things a chance. I don't know everything about everything, but I know a little bit about a, a little bit. I think there's a difference. <clears throat> did that make sense at all? It did make sense, but I think there's a difference because you bring up Guardians of the because Galaxy a lot. Because Steppenwolf, wouldn't he be the equivalent of Ronan? He's like that key guy that has some type of connection to the key guy. To the, like, so there's doom, not doomsday, there's, um, dark side, and then there's Thanos. Thanos. Right. They're like each other's equivalent. They're would you very say? good analogs. Very good analogs. And then, like I said, there's Ronin and Steppenwolf, and then after that, there's that whole explanation in the Marvel Universe. We know it's about the Infinity Stones. In the DC world, they talked about these three mother boxes that mm-hmm. all interconnect. Yeah, there's similarity. The, everything is the same. Yeah, very similar uh, in regards to like Can I have some of that? explaining explaining the evil entity of, you know, there, there's that, that universal power. There's always some sort of similarity when you tell those stories. Um, but I see what you mean as far as maybe the the ranking of character in relation to they're only to, relevant now because they started somewhere but but there's but it's it's also about like a, a precedent of that's the character that would be this so if steppenwolf was in the movie as an agent to dark side the way it's presented here it makes sense because you know really it's dark side behind it and we're going to save him for the next one like we're saving that big moment but you've seen him you know why he's there he's he's physically appeared he's spoken he's given instruction that's why you it's steppenwolf right now and so you now have that connection to apocalypse and the anti-life equation all of those things get mentioned in this movie which completely changes how you may for me for me yeah because i'm like that makes sense now I'm invested as a fan of DC and understanding the Justice League and knowing that you know Steppenwolf it, it comes from Jack Kirby's New Gods and Genesis and Apocalypse and all that stuff. Ah, there's the guy. You even see Desaad. You have a moment of of Granny goodness. It was great, but to make him the main villain of the last movie, there's no investment in him. It would be like making. I'm trying to think of a. A Spider-Man villain that, you know, a spider slayer. Do you know what the spider slayers are? Mm-hmm. No, right? <laughs> you got some villains, in, in, even in Batman, like, to make Kite Man the main yeah, villain in Batman every, stupid. But isn't every movie like that? You don't know until you see it. Who, yeah, but who's when... Who's playing what role anyway? You're, you're not invested until you are. Yeah, you're right, but it's it's a matter of... 
there's nothing to really draw from here. It's not like Loki. There's there's a history. There's a there's a, a tradition to this character. This character is essential to this story being told. Steppenwolf. I I can't ever think of a of a in my head top five Steppenwolf stories. Maybe moments. Well, they they explain that in the movie. In this this time. This time. So it it in this movie makes it increases Steppenwolf's stock okay. because they showed you why. Yeah. As opposed to before, they just put it in your face. And you're like, who? who is- <laughs> Got you. Right. Okay. And it was a horrible design. Still is a horrible design. But I now appreciated that all of Apocalypse kind of looks like that. Okay. You know, like, this is his world design. I don't particularly care for it, but I accept it and understand why. I can live with it more now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was just, ugh, this is stupid. Um, so tell me more about how you felt about it. Like, at what point when you were watching this, I don't know if it was a, like, there was points where I'm like, this is a slog. This is really cool. Why is it taking so long? Mm-hmm. This, I'm, I, what's next? I can't stop watching. I had all those feelings. What point for you were, did you feel like, all right, let's go? Because <laughs> um, I had it. Definitely. You know, I, would, I know there was a couple, but I can't think of it. Maybe as we talk, maybe we'll, we're thinking the same thing. But one standout was definitely when Martian Manhunter showed up. Uh, I was like, keke? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just... What just happened? What's happening right now? Uh, I was very excited about that. I, and you know what? I haven't felt like that for DC in a very, very, very long time. And it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it, it felt good. I felt excited for DC in that moment. You moved? Like, okay, you guys are trying to fucking figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> good for you for not, you're trying. I'll, I'll tip my hat a touch for you to say just a little sprinkle of that. Like we're figuring it out. You know, it, it was that was the same moment for me, where <laughs> where that where I saw the red eyes of of Diane Lane. I thought maybe she was under some spell. Yeah, or I I was thinking like, and oh. I was like, oh, they're gonna make it so cheesy. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. No, what are they doing? And then then that. And then I saw a cape come out. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I didn't know what it was. But I said, this is something. Yeah. And then when I realized it was the Martian Manhunter, yeah. I saw you kind of like squirm in your chair. Like, okay. <laughs> you got, I, I, everything you described, I saw it in motion. And I always get excited for Martian Manhunter. I remember when I saw it on Supergirl, I got super excited. Mm-hmm. Because to me... Martian Manhunter is essential to the Justice League in the way Vision is to the Avengers. Mm-hmm. They bring something to the team that is so important that you wouldn't expect from that character. Mm-hmm. And and I know in, in Justice League they have a character, the Red Tornado, who's an android very similar in, in you know, kind of history to this was built by, uh, you know, by somebody and becomes a team member and you... It blurs the lines between um, is his life, is he a computer or is this his, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they have romantic relationships. So there's that similarity between this team's android and this team's synthesoid. But I always feel that Vision and Martian Manhunter kind of play the same role of the team. Mm. And they're so important to be there. Yeah. So I was super excited when I saw John Jones, Martian yeah. Manhunter, because he's the 
most beloved character that doesn't have enough solo attention. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. But he's special. Mm-hmm. So that was exciting. So it, it made me say, okay, this guy, I don't know if those were new scenes. This is the thing. I'm not going into this review with all the information. Yeah. I don't know if those were new scenes done, but if whatever they were, I said he had plans for something. And that's why he really wants this story told because mm-hmm. it, it, it won't be fair to the other stories set up if he doesn't com- at least complete what he wanted to complete. So I respect that, uh, that endeavor at the very least to say, let me tell my story because he still got credit for the last movie. It was still a Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon co- like co-direction. I don't think one person had, I think it was directed by both right. sort of thing. So it was still associated with him. So from my understanding, it was him clearing his name saying, that wasn't what I was going to show you. So his ego, reputation? Is it ego or artistic integrity? <laughs> it could be both. Yeah. And I, and I think there are certain times where your ego is essential. It's not, a, it's not, it shouldn't be the most essential thing, but it does serve a purpose. Yeah. We know we always want to let go of the ego, which I agree with. It, it, it uh, you know, you be ego tripping, real quick, and you know, falling on your face. But it does serve a purpose, just like pride. For certain, th- you know, people always say, "Do you have no pride?" So I, I appreciate. Yeah, but pride and drive are two different things, right? And you don't need one to not, to not be able to achieve that thing. Yeah, I but mean, I think you if you take pride, pr- I think if you take pride in what you do, and someone else misrepresents what you did, you'd be like, "Let's clear the air." I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, I suppose you're right. Right. So if that's what be taken both ways, no. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And that even if even if his ego was hurt, to, where he was like, I understand everyone hated BVS, but if you watch this movie, you'll understand why that story was told. It's all part of one narrative. Did they do that with BVS, where they they re released it like an extended cut? The extended cut didn't change anything that that. But DC has a thing about putting out shit material and then well <laughs> we meant to do it like this so here's an extra two hours to that shit and here's an extra half hour to that to that you know what I mean like they're just doing patchwork all that that's why I was feeling what I was feeling going into this thing yeah because there's this history of. Or even with Suicide Squad, didn't they like reshoot a bunch of stuff and there was a delay in their in their release because they were redoing it? You know what I mean? There hasn't been the consistency in in, in the, the way they put together their projects. Mm. It's been very hit or miss or something's delayed or... You know I th- what I mean? I and think- I know with the, the Snyder situation and, and, and the trauma... Of, of what his family went through that obviously had a lot to do with why the, the project was um, interrupted mm-hmm. in, in that aspect. I completely understand. Um, but DC in in totality, though, I feel has always had like these little mishaps and now have just kind of become your excuse for everything. You know what I mean? So I almost like my, I don't put all my eggs in one basket with DC like that no more. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you mean. And I think with a, a person like this, this is what I realized 
with this movie, which I should have probably understood before, but my own pettiness and um, uh, criticisms wouldn't let me understand that at the very least. Clearly, a director has how he likes things to look and how he likes things to feel and the texture and the however the tone of everything so comparing one to the other meaning marvel and dc that's always going to occur for to the end of time Mm -hmm. so you have this movie universe that no one has ever seen happen before with marvel how they're putting this together to, to feel like the comic universe works where this is a tony stark movie it's told in Tony Stark's world that exists in the same world that Captain America lives in. But when you watch Captain America movies, those movies feel this way. And then when you watch Thor, it feels that way. But there's always something that reminds you that they're together. But it's done in the Marvel way that every character's tone has been respected and developed. That when it it all comes together, that's the magic. It's earned you see everybody's little piece that they bring to the universe when it collides. Mm-hmm. Whereas with, with DC, they, they, they gave it strictly to Snyder and said, the DC universe will look however you see it to be. And his, his is a very like Watchmen, sort of Alan Moore, Frank Miller-esque vision of, of DC universe. That's how it looks through the Zack Snyder lens. And everything that followed after was in the tone of what he set. Wonder Woman wasn't, though. It was a little the bit. The first one. It, it, but not the first half. By the time she went to Man's World, that's when it started getting gloomy and gray. Yeah. But in on, um, oh my goodness, the mascara. Yeah. It was bright and it was beautiful. It was, it had tone to it. Yes. There was a warmth to it. But but do you feel like even the way the costumes are designed are very much in the in the the same sort of it almost like the materials made from the same thing like each movie yeah do yeah, you know what i mean same. so that was actually okay so we've established i was a little ridiculous i didn't realize that this was the same movie <laughs> i thought it was a sequel secondly the reason why i thought it was ridiculous is because like everything looked the same like i feel like i've seen all of these different movies as much as i've protested against them yeah. i have i have watched them yeah to be able to give my opinion um and I can't really tell the difference. Like they all seem to be under that, like that same filter, that same, that same, like neutral. I feel like it's like bland. Like it's just a bland tone. It's like a matted. Everything's yeah. matted. Yeah. In the universe. It's not fun for me. Yeah. No. And that's and it and I think that. I don't that's, need it to be bright. I like Batman. I like dark. I like the rain. I like you know what I mean. Like I like that stuff. But that's what makes it fun because but, you feel like you're in Batman's world. Right. But then, if you are trying to tell a story from the perspective of all these different characters and their personalities and their worlds also need to be able to coordinate with with each other. You know what I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to kind of offset a little yeah, bit. Yeah, tone. Just, it has to have tones, right? And yeah. I think I think when you get to Shazam, it's a little different, a little bit. But I think the the. Uh, reaction to Zack Snyder having almost like the um, this is his this is his world and we're and anybody who enters it are sticking to his overall plan mm-hmm. as the direct he he played like what Kevin Feige is to Marvel Zack Snyder seemed to be for DC as well as the director 
So make everything work in my universe that I'm making. And I think people were getting sick of that. Where mm. the, we, don't, we don't really like that already style. how you're doing this and everyone else is being affected by it. We don't like where you're going with so this. So who's, who's at fault for that? I think, well, it's Warner Brothers and I think whatever uh, direction Zack Snyder was able to have in it all. But here's, I say all of that to say, if I w- look at it from, this is his story that he's been allowed to tell. Did he get to that point that made those choices make sense? If this is where he wanted to go with it, if this is the movie he was intending on making... Okay, I'll I'll divorce myself from what my expectations are for what a superhero movie in DC should be. Okay. That's his. That's his DC universe. It exists on Earth 316, <laughs> right? I can watch it like that and say that's not a bad version because it, it starts to now, where we are in this movie, it starts feeling like they're going to, it feels very much like a video game. Oh, yeah. That was the only thing I... Th- okay. I'll just say quickly. I think it's... They've now taken the story and they're gonna do the Injustice video game. Uh, where something terrible happens to Lois Lane and the world becomes this abandoned place because of it. And when I realized what you just said, I said if they're... This feels, this, and now everything made sense where this Superman, this Batman, this all of these characters that I know and am familiar with, this is the Injustice universe. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And it changed how I felt about it, accepting that, oh, they're even taking that cool DC thing that I actually love mm-hmm. and think that, that those stories in that universe are some of the best Outside of continuity. It's so twisty. That's what this is. This is that. It even looks and feels and the characters move and the, the way the camera it hits them. It looks like the video game. It actually. looks like the video game world. Yeah. And I said, it, even their armor, the way they are all, the makeup of the Joker, everything. Everything. It's the Injustice universe. And then I said, if I watch it from that lens, I interact with it much differently. Mm. And I accept the characters much differently. Yeah. And I can appreciate it at the very least. I don't have to love it. I don't have to suddenly... But I can... But you can understand why it's like, happening. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, they're telling that story. Yeah. Oh, that's good then. That's good. <laughs> All yeah. of a sudden, you're like, that's a good... That's that's yeah. the way it should look. Yeah. But here I am expecting... What you think you already know of the... When they talk about Clark, what Clark are you talking about? Yeah. Because you haven't told me what Clark there. I know what who Clark is. Yeah. Do you know who Clark yeah, yeah. is? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so I was approaching it the way I wanted to interact with the DC movie universe was in the same way that the Marvel one was making me feel. Right. So I was always comparing the two. But isn't that there doesn't that what doesn't that what it always is? That's the thing. That's it's always going to be Marvel versus DC. It, always. So you're always... but it'll... Even when you try to be uh, unbiased, when you try to be... Not take sides, it ends up being about that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It, you're never going to... You're always going to 
confront that with this type of fandom. <sighs> but I'm not suddenly changing my tune th- and, and saying that uh, the DC universe has now Mm-mm. elevated Mm-mm. its... Mm-mm. No, no. But, but I will say, oh, okay. That's a really cool injustice concept universe thing you're going for that's cool yeah so i i I appreciate it and can critique it differently i feel now with that worldview Mm -hmm. of the of that universe now it's actually it works if that's if that's what it is is there confirmation that this was their angle or is this just our it seems like coming up with our kooky ideas i think it's it's kooky ideas but it also is kind of you can see that they're going there like if you've played the Injustice video game or read the comics, you can see, especially with the Joker at the end, and the way everybody's looking, and there's like a separate team of characters that now have to stop Superman. That's the because Injustice even, game. Because even in yeah, right. I was just gonna say, and sometimes your enemies are your allies. Yeah. Depending on the storyline. Right. Exactly. So, the the timeline aspect that is insinuated which was much was which was a cooler moment at the end of the movie like the moments that you get where you've got the the poster shot if you will where all the characters pan across the screen and the team has arrived oh that was so cheesy but but there was another one not not the one at the end not the one at the end where the camera pans that was cheesy that was cheesy there was another one where was before even superman showed up where the five of them entered the shot, like in an action sequence, and you said, "Okay, this is we've gotten to this point where this means something now." I think I think when they just got when they lost the the last mother box. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about that scene? I think so. Yeah. Where Victor Stone's dad just passed away, and they're all just kind of standing there. Um, I think it might have been, um. The moment when they passed away, he disintegrated. The moment when the moment when they rescued all of those people who had been kidnapped, so Vic Vic Stone's father. Oh, when they went into the Chernobyl place, Chernobyl. That, Am I confusing Winter Soldier? No, no, no. <laughs> they the were Winter, no the Winter Soldier and the and the Falcon. I'm not sure. Isn't don't they have a base in Chernobyl somewhere? I don't think so. Did someone go to Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> You just saw Chernobyl on HBO Max, the thing there, so it's coming to your head. But it was like a nuclear reactor that was the That's what I'm saying. that was like the that became the that fortress. A, that, that was at the end of Justice League. Okay, so it wasn't the Justice that, League movie. No, I, I couldn't remember where I saw that scene. Yeah, it was like the 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 cylinder, not the cylinders, but the silos. Yeah. The yeah that that's where they built their base. Um, Sorry, did I make you lose No, no, no. I'm going back to the to the moment where you kind of have that shot, that poster shot of the team. Like, there was moments here that felt a little bit more earned. Okay. Whereas previously, it felt like Zack Snyder wanted to get those, the Thunderbolt shot with Batman in that Dark Knight pose. Yeah. You were trying to get that moment, but it was never earned. You were also very impressed with Ben Affleck. Okay, let's talk about that yeah, for a second. About, let's really get down to the nitty gritty of this emotion that you have about Ben Affleck actually getting away with wearing the cowl. You feel when he wears the cowl, or he's not wearing the cowl. When he wears the cowl, like when he's Batman, or not wear the cowl. I think he. I think he should have been the Batman of our generation. He looks the part. His stature is the part. 
Uh, everything, he makes a great Bruce Wayne. He can easily play a douchebag. And then he can easily play a, a person who cares. He f- has that fine line where he can do that, I think. Where like in Argo, I could see that sort of person who cared about taking care of people. And then there's other movies where you th- look at him and think, man, that He's guy. arrogant. Yeah, there's an arrogant. And I think Batman is all of those things. I think he's all, and I think Ben Affleck can, can show that. He's, he's got the build, everything. I don't like what they chose to do with them, though. Mm-hmm. And yet, I understand why they did it. But th- that's the... Why? Because they wanted to give you a Batman who is experienced, who is seasoned, and will be the natural leader of the team because of that. There's a story to tell about this Batman. And it kind of... It gives you a little bit of that sort of... So he says go team cheese lines to prove that he's mature? I don't agree with any of those cheese lines <laughs> at all. I'm not, I'm not saying that. To I'm prove not saying that, that he... I mean, it's been established that he's been 20 years in the business. I think he might know what he's doing. He doesn't have to be I, I friendly think, about it. I think it. that's the new aspect, though, is that you've or, never seen a Batman who's been a seasoned 20-year Batman. You always see the beginning of Batman, early Batman. We've seen year one Batman before. What Batman haven't we seen? We haven't seen 20 years in Batman with scars on his back who sees new superheroes show up and say, what the hell is this? And an old Batman, and we haven't seen that. And that's a quick way to get to the Dark Knight Returns moment of Superman versus Batman. I don't like it necessarily, but I see why that's a take we haven't seen yet. Are you just trying to be objective? I'm trying to be objective, but I can see why. That's and, ben, good. and Ben Affleck is kind of that age where he's playing his age as Batman. We haven't seen that before. So, okay, but I still don't like it. The whole Martha's thing is still ridiculous. We don't say that when in this house. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, again, seeing the movie from, okay, you're also going to incorporate... It's silly because... Comic books are fake. All of them are fake. They're all fiction. But we do have this sort of understanding of things that mattered and things that may matter Mm -hmm. because they'll be thrown into what's happening with the character currently, the one that we're following. Or later. Right. So I still can't stand, um, what's his name, Jesse, whatever his name is, to play Lex Luthor. I still don't understand that. No, I don't understand that I don't know why they didn't correct that. Two, uh, Slade Wilson... Shows up? No? Yeah, Deathstroke, yeah. Deathstroke, yeah. So, what's your take on that? That was in the post-credits of the last Justice League movie, so I knew I about that. I remember that. And this yeah. is the other thing. So, I watched this movie not knowing that I watched it before. <laughs> I think this is the third time I say this. And yeah. I really could not remember anything about it. Uh, all the scenes looked the same, yet I wasn't understanding what was happening because it, it all seemed so new. I didn't remember that certain people appeared... Yeah. I don't remember certain scenes already occurred. I, 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 didn't, I didn't recall. Well, it's a, it's a completely different movie in many ways. There are moments that are from the other movie you saw. So you're saying he was in the original? Yeah. Okay, he was so. in the, that was the post-credit scene of the original movie. Okay. That's it. Did this have a post-credit scene? At some point, I felt like it just kept going. It just kept... And I think the, the, the just kept going was the post-credit scene. Yeah. The dream sequence. I'm I'm of the 
I'm not certain, and I probably should be. I could look it up, but I think everything for sure with the Joker at the end was reshot. So all those characters came back and reshot that. Who else was in it? Uh, the Deathstroke. Uh, ben Affleck was in it. Wonder Woman was Wonder Woman. I don't Woman. think so. Uh, Cyborg was there, and the Flash was there. With the Where Joker. Where was the Martian Manhunter? Not there. He wasn't. There was no mention of him there. But he shows up on Bruce's porch in the morning and talks to him. Yeah. After Bruce wakes up from that dream. Right. So it seems as though there's go a go-ahead with this DC universe now. Because everyone came back to reshoot this. And they're putting it out there like, this is what counts now. This is the story that counts. So Ben Affleck may still be playing a Batman in some way. So can we confirm that... What this movie's supposed to be about. <laughs> like, can we find out? <laughs> in regards to what? Like, well, what story is it telling? Is it telling the Injustice story? I think it's just gonna... It's going. I don't think it's meant to be the Injustice story, but I think they're using that story of Injustice to incorporate it in this. To, to say, yeah, we're gonna go into that part of the DC Universe too. I don't know. I'm just... Will, so, you, will you watch the next addition to the DC movies after this now? The short answer, I'd probably more, I'd probably be more readily. Yeah. You, you'd be up it. for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have this time around. We haven't watched Wonder Woman yet and there hasn't been very good reviews for Yo, that. I don't want to, I don't know. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I cannot. I, I, I mean, no, I want to. I want this is the thing. I want to. Yeah. Support DC. I want to be gung and excited for DC. But you want it to be good. But if it's gonna, if it's not gonna do it. Yeah. I I'm not rewarding poor behavior. What was your favorite moment of this movie? I I. Um, I want to, I don't know, but I'm going to answer the question anyway. I think one of my favorite moments was when they sent Stefan Wolf's head severed back to Apocalypse as if to say, to send a message, but I'm hoping that metaphorically DC saying, We've kept the, we've 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 let a couple of things slip. Sorry, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this right this second time around. We're coming. I'm trying to see it like that. I'm trying to give them something. Okay. Okay. I'm annoyed by them, but I'm in in a way I'm kind of trying to root for them too. Yeah. Because I think there's such potential. They can tell like these. There's really creative people out there. Yeah. And and they can make a very um. They can make things exciting for people, especially now. Like we need, we need some of that. That's mm. all we got right now. Yeah, no yeah. one's going out. No yeah. one's going to restaurants. No one's going and socializing with anyone. Yeah. Irresponsibly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we yeah. need an escape. And there's really there's people out there stories. that can really tell great stories that can. Yeah. You know, yeah. matter. Make it matter. Like, like you have slews of of you know research and history to your availability like 
use it. You got the scripts written already. Feels like that. <laughs> Feels like that. Yeah, I I hear you. I was really excited. But I'm speaking from as a as a as a as a fan with no real opinion. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what they actually have to go through to to do these things to bring mm-hmm. these things to light. It's not as easy as I'm making it sound. Like oh, just. Just copy it out of a comic book. I'm not trying to diminish yeah. the, how much they it takes from them to do this. But, like, as someone who actually enjoys these stories, make it matter for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and be true to the essence of them because they've existed for as long as they have for a reason. Yeah. And, the, you know, the, the different forms of media that they've existed in, like the cartoons and the animated series, are some of the most beloved versions of them for a reason Mm -hmm. because they stay true to the essence and they enhanced where they could but don't, you know, crap on a cracker and say, well, this is my version of it. Right. You know, we want, we still want, just stick to the essence. Make us feel the way that character is supposed to make me feel. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to feel hopeful with this character. I'm supposed to feel protected by this character. I'm supposed to feel empowered by this, you know, make us feel that. With these characters. Yeah. And when you when everything is just bleak and what if this was real? And you want to know what? Mm-hmm. Everything you're saying is important. Mm-hmm. But you know what I find interesting? Yeah. That I think there's a connection between the movie and the video game. Yeah. Is that in the movie, <clears throat> for some reason, they either, they for sure, on purpose... Uh, showed a pregnancy test box yes. in her night table. Yes, yes, And yes. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't played the game in a while, the lowest lane that dies in the video game, I think she was either she was pregnant. Yes. And I think that's what happened. Spoilers, I'm saying spoilers now. In this universe, in the Injustice video game, Superman's gone, like he's lost his head. Yes. Because he lost Lois. Yes. So he is now the enemy. And the world is non-existent because he lost the love of his life. It makes him snap. So, but um, but they insinuate that what she's probably, or will get pregnant. She was hoping to get pregnant. Who knows where the story goes? Yes. But that I see, there's a connection there. If they're gonna try to bring, I, I, I completely agree bridge, with you. Bridge that together. for sure. For sure, I think you're absolutely right, and I think it's a really cool direction you could go with DC because. When you get to that point, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. All bets are off. And as a uh, recommended read, I would say to anybody, if you've never, if you're listening to this and you want to read really great comics that you don't need to have a hundred years of history behind you, Injustice, Injustice, Injustice. It's a great comic book series that ties into the video game and you will be at the edge of your seat turning page after page after page. I remember page. reading that years ago. Did you read it? Yeah. And I think by the time I got to the... I think I was done the second... What was it called? Volume or whatever? And then the third one wasn't out yet. I had to wait. Yeah. And I was so annoyed. Yeah, we have them all now. And then I I ended up reading it. I know. I've never... I don't think I ever gave you the third volume to read. I think... I think you either told me you had it, and then I'm like, I don't remember it. I have mm-hmm. to reread them yeah, again. Yeah, And then I think I fell off, and I never finished. Me neither. Me neither. Really? We should reread them, and we could do like a, a, a review on it. Yeah. Because they were great. They're, they they're, were. They're 
absolute page turners. And that's the Alex Ross art, right? No, no, that's uh, it's it was a web series. This is I'm pulling it off the shelf. I don't know. Did you read this? Or are you thinking of the Alex Ross books? I'm thinking of the Alex Ross books. Oh, you're thinking of Alex Ross Injustice. Gotcha. Um, that you did read all of it. You read all three of them. For oh, sure. okay. Yes, for sure. That See, was years See, that's what ago. happens with my memory about everything, which is why I'm intimidated sometimes in doing these interviews with you. Because I'm like, I have nothing to say because what I say is either going to come out as a lie or a mis- a mis- um, memory. This one. Yeah. Yeah. You read all this. I read all of them? Yes, you did. Why do I remember them being thicker back then? I think it's because I was starting to read and everything just seemed heavy. <laughs> like everything was just like, oh, so many letters. <laughs> <laughs> and the word bubbles, so many letters. But you, I remember you always loved Alex Ross art. Yeah. Yeah, so that's remember a recommended that, read. that, that, um... That sequence I had in your... Yes, the Superman changing yeah. costumes, yes. So if you were to... Uh, would you recommend... The, does it, the, did you like this movie? At the end of it all, did you enjoy the experience? Because it was rather epic. Overall. It really... It, it was very Lord of the Rings-like from beginning to end. Where you start here and you end somewhere totally... Like the, the story is huge. I'm not sure. 50-50. Yeah. Would you give a thumb up? Uh, um, I think I would give it, out of a 10, I would give it a 6.5. That's what I gave the first one. Uh, only because, there, I guess this time around, there's a little more context behind mm-hmm. certain ideas. A lot of, like, so much. Um... <sighs> And uh, I appreciate there. Were, there was still a lot wrong with it, for me. Mm. There was still a lot wrong with it. Whereas, it, I mean, but at least you're trying to explain why. Yes. I'll give you that. Yes. Uh, my first, my first Justice League review was I think like a six or six point five. It wasn't. That's not high for me. No. I don't. I'm pretty generous because I tend to f- like everything in some way even stuff that sucks yep um but i wouldn't i I wouldn't feel comfortable giving this an eight out of ten but it is a vast improvement from the first one that i will say it is a vast improvement not knowing i don't know if i love it it doesn't hold a candle to my avengers but I was, I felt, I had some moments in this. I had some... You were pleasantly surprised. I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I didn't even want to watch it. And I said, I'm, I, at the end, I was like, yeah, that, yeah okay, okay, all right. I feel, I'm happy mm-hmm. for this story having been told. I, I feel better, <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, because there's a lot of other important things to feel better about. But I, I felt better about... The fact that he got to tell, Zack Snyder got to tell his story and I could appreciate, oh, okay. I could see why you needed that to happen in this movie. Because if I watch it as one big epic like a Lord of the Rings trilogy, which is asking a lot of people. I think it's a poor direction to go. Mm -hmm. But if I see the whole artistic choice, okay, that's your DC story. Do you think he could have told the same story in under four hours? Yes. Oh, absolutely okay. so much time is wasted off of slow motion sequences like yeah. i would i would venture to guess there's this may be a stretch but i don't know 20 minutes worth 
that you lose because of slow motion. Mm-hmm. There's got to be. Because some of those slow motion moments feel like a minute. Yeah. It felt... It felt... It's like, again? Yeah. It wasn't special anymore. It lost all of its, its flair. Yeah. For sure. So I think there's a lot of those moments that slog that you don't need. Mm-hmm. You just didn't need them. Um... It could have been a little bit more Superman, but I like this Superman a lot more than the original. I don't know which one's the original Justice League. <laughs> the theatrical release, the uh-huh. 2017. Yeah. All right. So. Anything you missed from the first one that wasn't in the second yeah. cut? Yeah, I missed the. Um, I don't remember any of it. There was a, there was a, a moment where or a uh, post credit scene where Superman and the Flash race to see who's faster. That was cool. Mm. That I liked. Uh, there was also, I, th- I think, a scene in the first one where Wonder Woman and Batman are talking to each other privately. And when Batman takes off the chest piece, you see all the scars on his back. Oh, yeah? Which was kind of cool because you're like, yeah, this is this is a seasoned, weathered Batman. Hmm. And um, a couple of lines here or there where, where when Superman comes back to life... He chokes Batman. He has him, you know, hanging, flying, and holding him up, and he's mm-hmm. kind of choking him, saying, "Even, even in death, you wouldn't let me be in peace," mm-hmm. which was a powerful moment mm-hmm. that you didn't get in this movie. But there was so much in this movie that I felt needed to be there, in certain ways, for the story to go the way you wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested. I'd love to see a Martian Manhunter story. So do we know what other projects DC has coming in the? film world i know that that the rock is going to be black adam in shazam which which has always been the plan from the very beginning so i'm excited for that Uh, i know there's i think i don't know actually i don't know Hmm. because they're coming with that batman movie with with uh the guy there leto no um buddy from from uh, the vampire movie what's his name from the vampire movie. Patrick, uh, what's the Batman? The guy who's playing Batman now. It's escaping me completely. Who's playing the guy Batman? From- oh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. That's it. Yeah, what about him? That movie's coming out of Batman. I don't know if that's a prequel to Ben Affleck. Like, I don't know if he's Ben Affleck young. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's I don't, true. I don't know. I even forgot. See, see, there's a lot that I just and, and, have and, not kept up with because yeah. I've just been heartbroken. There's a Suicide Squad movie coming out. I and, don't, I'm not interested. And Tanahisi Coates is supposedly writing a Superman movie. I don't which know what's happening anymore. I have thoughts about that, but yeah. I don't know. I think they need to make a Henry Cavill movie. A Man of Steel 2. They need to make a proper sequel. I, th- I feel, you asked me this before and we went on a tangent. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are all perfectly cast in this movie. They are the Yeah, you said this to me yesterday. Yeah. I see it and it makes me so visually visually I see it and I feel like that is correct. But he's ten years older than everyone, apparently. Batman? Yeah. I think more. More. But yeah, yeah. He's old apparently. That's the part I don't like. So I, I there's there's one thing I'm like, I love that. I love the three of them as those characters. I hate that he has to be old Batman. But how old? But by ho- I, I threw ten in there because I thought that would be a in a you know. Well, he's the the only thing I go. What what age do you think Batman became Batman? Thirty, twenty five. 
Yeah, 30. 30. Okay, so this Batman's 50 years old. Because he's been Batman for 20 years. Yeah. And Superman has been around for two, if that. Right? So this is a 50-year-old Batman if he started at 30. I like to think he's 45. (laughs) (laughs) But he almost looks the same age as Alfred. It's irritating. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But I think he's perfectly cast. And then I see Ezra Miller and I say, oh, horribly cast. I don't, I don't understand why that happened. No. But I, I, then I see him play The Flash <laughs> and I say, how else? What, what, what's this movie missing? It's missing a character like that. I don't know why he's The Flash, but I don't want him not to be the, in this movie right now. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. And then I see Aquaman and I'm like, Jason Momoa is dope. But Aquaman should look like Ryan Gosling. Mm. Like you kind of hate him because he looks so perfect. But he's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it. This is how this movie makes me feel. It makes me very conflicted because yeah. I love the Justice League. And I hate some of the stuff in here. And then at the same time, I'm so happy. It's very weird. Same. So we're inconclusive. No, 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 uh, marks. Nothing. (laughs) It was, you know what? If you enjoy comic book movies, I recommend it. If you enjoy the DC universe, definitely watch it because you will find moments to be very pleased with. I think that's fair. Okay. I'd give it a 7.4. All right. If that's what you want to do. (laughs) (laughs) Because I gave the last one 6.5. Okay. Probably less now, mm-hmm. looking back, but this is all for fun. It's all for fun. We had a great time watching it. You were hilarious to hear complain <laughs> and bitch and moan and ever. What about this? Well, so stupid. Oh, and then all of a sudden, Martian Manhunter shows up. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> your tune changed. I didn't mean to be so yappy yesterday. Holy, it was, it was very out of character. I do not. I do not like being one of those that talks through the movie. Don't ask questions. Watch it. If you have questions, just watch and you will learn. But I was just in, uh, not in the right headspace for that. For that. But I'm, I'm happy again that I gave something a chance and I can actually have an opinion on it. Whereas I, I'd have to be ignorant to the subject because what do I have to say about something I don't know anything about? Yeah, you know, you know what the best way with everything that you just summarized now and and going back to my non-review review, I'll say this. I'm interested in what happens next. Okay. That's the best way to put it. Whereas before, like, I didn't care to watch Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. And I love Wonder Woman. So for me to not care was clearly, like, I don't I don't care what happens. This could all go... The DC Universe could all go away. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now, I'm... Okay, what now what mm. what's the next chapter to this i'm i'm a little intrigued so it's revived your interest it's revived my interest okay that in that much yes doesn't nice. make me love bvs but it makes me tolerate it mm-hmm. if that makes sense okay okay you do you boo boo <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being on the show again well, whatever yeah you're welcome it's always oh, I'm just making sure the computer. There we go. It's always uh, fun to review flicks with you, and it's always fun to get your insights. Even though I don't know what I'm talking about, and, you I, and I go in circles. <laughs> who, who really knows what they're talking about, 
really. It's all just fan opinion. The only people who know are the people who are in the studio and even they clearly don't know what they're doing, <laughs> right? So why can't we chit-chat about it? Give our dinner? two cents. Pardon? You want dinner? We just ate. I'm hungry again. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Daph J, for coming back to the show. Hopefully we do this more often because uh, you're people's favorite guests from what they've said. Um, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to podcast for the people that are listening. Uh, be sure to tune in again soon for more chit chat and leave a leave a review for us on Apple Music or whatever platform you download your podcast is always helpful for the algorithm to uh, get the podcast spread for more people to listen to these fun conversations <laughs> to hear these shenanigans. <laughs> the, shout out to comic shenanigans! Uh, thank you, everybody, to uh, for listening. We'll be back soon. Four four four. Very nice. <laughs>